Hello, welcome back to the podcast, yes. Alright, that was weird. Um, hey, it's Shama, and this is the second episode of my podcast. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but I changed the name because, well, my mother informed me that there indeed are other podcasts with the name that I had chosen, unfortunately. Um, thought it was clever. Thought I was original. It's fine. But I like this one. I didn't find any others particularly named this. And it's fitting, you know? So let's go with it. So if you didn't listen to the last one, that's fine. Um, if you did, thank you so much. You are f- freaking awesome, and I love you. I love you if you didn't, too. Um, so, cool. Today we're going to talk about general gender roles. Yes, we are. We're going to talk gender roles, um, and, you know, we might talk a little bit about sex after that. You know, why not? why not talk about sex? It's not talked about enough. Am I right? So let's see. Where to begin? Where to begin? Well, how about we begin with the real beginning, which in fact is the womb. We all start out there. We all originate from our mother's belly. Um, And before we even come out, before we even enter the world as human beings, um, we often are referred to, and because we have no name, perhaps because people don't know what we look like, people don't know any other way to understand, people don't have any other way to get a grasp of us or understand our essence. Um, And because humans often feel the need to have an understanding of everything, (laughs) for some reason, we choose gender, Um, which some may argue is a simply a construct, something that we as society have created to form an understanding of every single human being because we are control freaks, you know? We are not okay with something not making sense to us, something not being tangible to us, um, something being not definable, um, if that's a word, definable. I don't know. It is now. So, yeah, before the baby comes out, we wonder, you know, oh, I wonder if it's a girl or boy. I wonder um, what kind of clothes I'm going to have to buy them or what kind of, what color I'm going to paint their room or what toys they're going to want to play with. And we base all of that conception, we conceptualize the baby through one thing that quite frankly is not what they have chosen. Do you know what I mean? 
um, and that is gender. We place expectations um, upon the human before they even come about. And I think that that's a little bit excessive, don't you? Um, And sometimes when you talk about something that is just so deeply embedded into society, into the human, like, psyche, based on just years and decades and millenniums of, like, it being a thing, it feels almost weird to talk about it, um, and say that it is not necessary because it just is. Like, that's what we've done. But I think the important thing going forward and that people are starting to realize is some of these patterns, some of these truths, just because they have been for so many years or just because they are followed by the large, you know, by the collective doesn't mean that they are necessarily the best thing, doesn't mean that they're necessarily accurate or beneficial, you know, to us as a whole. So, I think it all begins there. And um, me personally, I guess I can speak from experience of having a little being inside of me right now, um, being pregnant, it's kind of hard. And I never really thought about this before. I'll be honest. I'm not going to sit here and be like, I've been a long time, lifelong advocate. I've been on this shit. No, you know, like it really became something that I was more aware of and that hit closer to home for me, which it shouldn't take it hitting close to home for you to be able to be aware of it. But that's just true for me. Um, it didn't feel right. (laughs) I started to kind of observe the way that people were looking at the situation and wondering, okay, what are you having? Asking me, what are you having? When are you finding out what you're having? And that was kind of the main focus, I think, for a lot of people around me. And it just didn't rub me in the right way after a while. Um, and I think that's where kind of my, I started to develop an opinion. I started to develop, um, a stance on the subject and it is because I do not want people placing expectations of any type, of any kind on my child, whether they're in the world, whether they're a child, whether they grow up to be an adult, wherever they're at in their life, I never want them to feel pressured by others to um, be a certain way, talk a certain way, do certain things, want certain things, or even look a certain way, or identify as anything. It's like, I don't really feel the need at this point in my life to understand another human being um I think understanding yourself is cool but I feel as though you know it's okay if we don't fully grasp one another 
because I don't know if it's really truly meant for grasping. I don't know if the human, you know, I just feel as though it puts pressure on the other person, the other human to understand themselves. So when we're constantly asking all these questions or placing these narratives on one another, it's like, oh shit, this person says that I'm this and that I, that I, you know, am expected to do this. So why do I feel conflict, conflicting things to that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel that. So then there's this whole inner conflict and it's a lot. It's a lot. If we never put any narrative or um, idea that we have created onto another, there would be no pressure. There would be no pressure for them. There would be no pressure even for us to feel like we have to understand. And then if we don't, we feel weird or we feel like we can't have a connection with that person because we don't know where they're coming from or what they exactly are, you know? I just, it's, I think a lot of the human way in life is very free-flowing and we try so much to get a grip on it. We try so much to put it into a box and categorize it all. But I feel as though maybe that's not the best way to go about things because we limit each other and it makes things confusing and it creates a lot of like, it's just confusing (laughs) for everybody. And I think that we should not do that. Um, Yeah, I feel as though it's just a respect thing and you know it's hard to talk about this because people are gonna say and feel and do what they want to do (laughs) um this is weird. I, f- I feel like I'm not... It's not coming as easily as I thought it would. But I, th- I think I pretty much got something across there that I don't truly believe in placing expectations on other human beings in terms... Or, or referring... When talking about identity. <laughs> because identity is a very very complex, ever-changing flow. I don't think it's a permanent, like, constant, linear situation at all. Um, And trying to make it that, I think, is what causes a lot of, like, inner turmoil and conflict between two people, right? Because it's like, trying to mold somebody into something in order to make you feel more comfortable about things. Um, Yeah, it's not necessary. (laughs) It's unnecessary. So that's how I feel about it. Um, 
Tell me how you feel about it. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, it's a touchy subject for me because I am having a child and, you know, having a quote-unquote boy. <laughs> um, and sometimes, you know, the people around me, there is this sense of, I feel this sense of, like, pressure, this sense of expectation. And it's it's not maybe conscious, something that they're doing intentionally, but it's happening. And I feel this need to, like, protect my baby, protect this little human. Um, you know, but once they're here, it's it's more it's harder for me to do so. I can't shield, you can't shield somebody from every single thing. And I think sometimes we have to encounter and come in contact with adversity in order to learn the lessons in life that are important. Um, but I think that's definitely been a struggle for me in my journey to motherhood. It's just kind of letting go a little bit and being able to have my views, have my ideas, do what I can for my child um, and always make them feel safe in my presence and heard and, you know, putting no pressure as far as our relationship goes, making sure, you know, that my partner and I are creating that kind of environment but I can't control everything outside of me I can only control what I can control what I'm where I'm at you know so it's just letting go trusting that you know your child is wise and is gonna go through things that they're meant to go through. It's just like, you know, me, like when I go through something difficult or have to face something that triggers me or challenges me um, from the inside out. It's like this, the way that I look at it now is um, this is something that I kind of had to go through or every <laughs> everything happens for a reason, you know, like... Um, you learn. You live and you learn. You grow. These things are placed in front of you to show you something, right? To raise, to, to create a rise in you, kind of. Um, and then you determine where you go from there based on your own inner wisdom. And I think I just have to be able to, you have to be able to look at your child as another human being just like you not only my baby who I'm gonna raise and who I have to protect and I'm their mother and they're my little bean you know it's like this is a human <laughs> like yes you were in my belly for nine months and um, I nursed you and you know fed you and you were in my home but ultimately I brought you into this world, you know, and that's it. <laughs> you are your own, you're an individual, and this is your journey, you know. 
I'm a part of it, but this is your journey. So that's what I'm wrapping my head around. Kind of got a little bit off topic there, but yeah, other people are going to say, believe, do what they feel moved to. And, um, you know, that's period, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I agree. So that's what I was saying. Um, yeah, gender roles, not really something that I choose to include in my, um, what's the word? Like my, I don't know. I don't look at a person and wonder what they are. I just simply let them be what they are and I'm, I, I be what I am. <laughs> and I think it constantly changes too. So how can I expect to get a grip on it? Um, oh, okay, I know you now. I know what you are now. I'm placing my limit on you when I do that. I'm putting you inside of this box. Let me just let you be. Let me just let you flow. Let you experience whatever, you know? Okay. So, yeah. I think that kind of did it. <laughs> that kind of did it. Cool. Well, we talked about that a little bit. Um... I want to just talk about, I hope I'm not sounding like monotone right now. I'm a little bit tired, probably because I'm seven months pregnant and well, it's 1 p.m. What am I talking about? I <laughs> I was about to be like, it's early, fuck. It's one in the afternoon, so I can't really use that one as an excuse, but I can use I'm in my third trimester of pregnancy, so I'm going to use that. Yeah. So, that's where I'm at with things. But I'm going to talk about sex. I'm going to talk about it. Because I feel as though it is something that we all want to talk about. (laughs) We all do. We all desire to have an open conversation but it's hard. It's hard because we all have our own like internalized um, insecurity and triggers around sex, whether that stems from like, you know, sexual abuse or just not really feeling very sexual, which is something that I've struggled with, just not feeling very like quote-unquote sexy, whatever that means, that's a societal construct. Um, We're all sexual, we're all, or maybe you're not, asexuality, lack thereof. You know, I think it's all just, it's (laughs) free-flowing. I mean, everything is, but that's another story. So, let me think. Let me think. Well, for one thing, there's masturbation, right? Um, Doing it on your own, you know? Feeling empowered 
feeling like you don't need anybody else there to get you to that point and just taking matters into your own hands. Um, I think it's awesome. I think it's beautiful and there should be no shame around that. Um, I think that that usually starts, you know, for me, it was something that started, see, I almost felt, I almost said, mom, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. That is the problem. Wow. Okay. So we can talk about this. I felt the need to apologize to, you know, to kind of downplay my sexuality um, out of, I, I don't know if it's embarrassment, I don't know if it's wanting to look, you know, it's this, this belief that sex is dirty or sex is something that should be hidden and it's just a taboo subject, you know, um, I guess, for some fucking reason. When truly, what did we all come from? Like, why, why am I sitting here? How am I sitting here right now recording this podcast? How am I a thing? Right, okay, so my parents had sex. They felt the desire. Through that, I was conceived. Why is it so... (sighs) I'm not sure. I'm having trouble today, like, vocalizing things. Do you ever talk and it feels like it's, like, getting stuck or you want to talk and it feels like everything is in there, but it's like getting stuck between like your mouth and like your head. It's just not coming out. Um, but here I am recording a podcast, (laughs) like whatever. Anyways, not everything goes as planned. Doesn't mean it's not still good, right? Um, But yeah, no sexual shame, dude. Like, shit. I was talking about masturbation. Um, Yeah, I struggle with, like, getting there on my own, to be honest. And I wonder if other people do, too. It just feel... And it's like... I don't know if this is like, some people might say like, oh, it's a lack of self-love. You don't love yourself enough. You don't, you know, you're not, right? You don't feel beautiful or you're not attracted to yourself. I don't, I don't know what it means. Um, I think I, I just prefer it. I prefer to see something like I'm, maybe I'm a visual I'm like a visual and like an audible moved, God, I can't form sentences. I, yeah, that's what stimulates me sexually, I guess. So when there is nothing, even if I'm alone, I'm having to picture something in my mind, right? Like I'm having to sit there and like think back or create (laughs) 
which that part, it doesn't really happen. I'm like thinking back to something, a memory, a moment that was like sexually appealing. And then I'm bringing that into this like alone time with me. So I'm not really alone. It's me and this memory, which includes another person usually. Um, so I don't know, like, I wonder, do people actually just feel pleasure solely, like, through self? Like, I know it happens for people, um, like, like, you know, feeling your body or hearing your own voice or, and there have been times, you know, I think when I was younger, because I didn't have the resources, I didn't have porn, I didn't have another person, um, so what was I supposed to do, you know, I guess it was like imagination, and I guess when you get older, your imagination dies a bit, I don't know, I don't know, dude. I'd love to know. I'd love to hear. I'd love to be able to hear you, whoever you are, and have, like, this conversation. I feel like I'm having a conversation with, like, an imaginary person right now. Um, But it's just me here. So, no. (sighs) Yeah. So, I struggle with that, for sure. Um, And I actually tried... You know, when I was on my, like, spiritual kick, if you listen to the last episode, you kind of have heard a little bit about my journey with that. Um, Not to say I'm not a spiritual person. I think I just kind of view everything as that now, rather than singling out myself. You know, I don't see any separation. Um, Anywho, that's another story. So... But yes, when I was following these, you know, kind of like these teachings and suggestions and just kind of feeling more, I felt that it made me pure. Not what I think now, but I stopped watching porn. And I think part of that was like, okay, the spirituality or new age spirituality kind of has this message of like, okay... Um, you don't need anything outside of you. The external is not, um, really necessary. Um, and it's all about like knowing yourself and like inner peace and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, divine feminine energy and that all comes from within. And so I guess it was like me getting to know myself sexually and kind of separating from the desires that I had like externally like oh wanting to see another person and then feeling sexual based off that it was like wanting to see if there was something inside of me that was purely sensual in essence you know and there is um I think that's true for every human. I think it's a part of our makeup. Um, it's just hard to come to get in touch with that because we're so, everything around us is so heavily saturated, especially like 
the industry of sex, you know, um, the things that we associate with sex or sexy, uh, it's, it's just heavily saturated and it's a very specific thing that we're shown, which is wrong. (laughs) That's another thing I believe. Um, so yeah, it, it was, it was that, and it was cool, I didn't, I think, I didn't watch porn for, like, it was, like, the whole bit of quarantine, like, after I went through a breakup, and then, so it was a good, like, probably a good six or seven months there, um, and I'm not gonna say I was, like, a freaking... <laughs> I'm not going to say I've ever been, like, an addict or anything. I think everything in moderation. I'm not going to sit here and say that I would feel good if I were sitting around watching porn multiple times a day. Um, But there's also no shame in that. You know what I mean? Like, there's no standard. Whatever. Whatever you want to do is whatever. Um, But, yeah, it wasn't, like, crazy amounts. But it was definitely, like, what I looked to when I felt, okay... I want to go there right now. Like, I'm feeling it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I didn't do that for a while. And I don't know. I can't say. I think it was, like, elusive. I think the concept of porn being something that is bad or something that you should feel dirty for you know, it's, there is no shame in desiring something, you know, like having that desire, um, to see that or to, you know, it's hard to talk about, man. I don't know why really feels like there's been just an acceptance like overall I've had this like um since becoming pregnant I guess is it's been this like slow but sure acceptance of like my qualities that may be less comfortable for me or for others or whatever it's like I'm human and you know you can't deny yourself so much to the point that you begin to feel like compressed and I think that was where I was with it I was just like what am I doing like one day I was like what's so wrong you know you're told that these things are wrong or that these things make make you this kind of person but who who said that (laughs) I'm just constantly questioning everything like I'm the kind of person that it, it doesn't matter who said it really like it could be the queen of Sheba it could be fucking anyone could say anything and I'd be like but why you know way or statement or oh lord I'm like losing focus here (laughs) um but yeah I just don't 
choose to really feel the need to have to feel shame or guilt for things that come naturally to me, things that feel... It's like, why am I feeling that this is wrong? Because somebody told me it was. It's not something that truly came from within. Of course, if there's something that comes from me and like maybe my intuition or the way that I feel about it and I'm like, this is damaging to me, this is not making me feel good, okay, then I won't do it. But I think it's really important to question where these ideas or thoughts about certain things are coming from. Are they coming from you or are they coming from something else or somebody else or, you know, an outside influence? That's a big thing. It happens a lot. Um, But yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and end it here for today. Um, This didn't really... I'm not going to say it didn't go as well as I wanted because I think it went fine. I think I'm new to this. Um, You can't expect to start something and for it to be like, you know, exactly what is a plan, (laughs) right? They say like, oh, you make a plan and God laughs, right? Whatever you believe in or whoever it is or whatever it is, the universe yeah, it's better to just fucking do shit (laughs) that you feel like doing and run with it and not think so much, um, about it and, you know, things grow over time. Don't give up. Don't stop just because it's not going, like, in the way that you pictured or imagined it. Because I think everything is just, I say this all the time, but everything is free-flowing and ever-changing. So the more that you allow it to be that, I think the better it is because it's natural. You know, it's not something that you're trying to mold. Like how we started out this, <laughs> this episode talking about placing expectations on something. Um, we talked about how from before time, the before a child is even born into the world there's an expectation there's a role there's a narrative placed on them um so I think that can probably be the same for like a project you know or something creative you're doing or something you're embarking on you kind of birth it um before it comes about before it grows into whatever it is going to grow into, um, we place expectations on it. We kind of create it before it's given the chance to become what it wants to become, (laughs) if that makes any sense. So, (sighs) I think just more, or I guess less, less um need to have control over what something is where something's going 
um, needing to fully understand or feel comfortable with it. Less of that, you know, maybe that would help us as humans. That's how I feel about it. So, all right, cool. We're going to end there. I'll leave you with that. Thank you so much if you listened to this whole thing, if you got through it. I am surprised that I got through it. Um, And yeah. <laughs> Let's see where this goes. Not gonna tell it what it is. Gonna let it be. Right? Okay. I will have more to talk about next time. And um, I hope that you are accepting yourself and the things around you for what they are. Cool. Bye.